0: grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are so glad that you're here today. We want to welcome you. We want to welcome all of our visitors and all of those who are worshiping online. You know, uh, it wouldn't be the summer if we weren't talking about music. We do this every year, but this year we're going to do something a, a little different. And I want to begin by having us think about American music and in its influence around the world. Music is an important part of our culture and, and, and our music has greatly influenced other cultures and other forms of music. Uh, the Beatles would never ha- have been what they were if it wasn't for the influence of Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. There would be no Rolling Stones without Chicago Blues. And so American music has left its mark on the world, but it's not just modern music. There is a style of music that has contributed to the foundations of blues, jazz, gospel, country, and rock and roll. We even have some of the songs in our hymnals, this genre that has touched so many lives and led the led to the creation of new forms of music is the spiritual. And so we're going to be looking at various spirituals over the next few weeks. But before we get to the song that we want to look at this morning, I want us to think about the uniqueness of spirituals. Many of these songs predate the Civil War. There are variations on the lyrics of the songs and some were adapted later to different occasions like the civil rights movement. They are songs of the people. They began to be written down for others around 1860. However, the songs that were recorded back then were much older than that. One of the interesting facts about the spirituals is that We do not know who wrote them. They are anonymous works that have influenced massive amounts of people. In fact, uh, James Weldon Johnson, who was one of these individuals who began to collect these songs and put them in books so that we have them today, he wrote a poem for the unidentified authors of the spirituals. And the name of the poem is, O Black and Unknown Bards. And I want us to just, as we begin this morning, to to listen to the first two stanzas. If you have a chance, you might go back later and and Google this poem online and read the whole thing, But, but let's just listen to the first two stanzas now. O black and unknown bards of long ago, how came your lips to touch the sacred fire? How in your darkness did you come to know the power and beauty of the minstrel's lyre? Who first from midst his bonds lifted his eyes? Who first from out the steel watch lone and long? Feeling the ancient faith of prophets rise with his dark-kept soul burst into song. Heart of what slave poured out such melody? as still away to jesus on its strains his spirit must have nightly floated free though still about his hands he felt his chains who heard great jordan roll whose starward eye saw chariot swing low and who was he that breathed and that comforting melodic sigh Nobody knows the trouble I see. Johnson recognized that these were not ordinary songs. They were something special. Uneducated slaves who had been brought from Africa wrote powerful and moving songs. These songs inspired people. They gave people hope and courage. They taught people the Bible, and they did so remarkably well. Howard Thurman, in his book on the spirituals, points out how the bad theology of the slave owners was not passed down to the slaves. He writes, the existence of these songs is in itself a monument to one of the most striking instances on record in which a people forged a people, in which a people forged a weapon of offense and defense out of a psychological shackle, by some amazing but vastly creative spiritual insight, the slave undertook the redemption of a religion that the master had profaned in his midst. Slave owners defiled Christianity by denying the humanity of slaves. However, the the spirituals recognize over and over again the the value of all human beings, and they profess this. They, they, They recognize that all people are created in God's image and are worthy of salvation. And what we see in the spirituals is God at work among people who had been mistreated and marginalized. The spirituals are spirit-infused. God hears the cries of his people and he begins to act through the power of song. And you see the the spirituals were more than mere songs. They were a source of life to a people who regularly faced abuse and even death. Luke Powery in his book, Dim Dry Bones, writes of how significant these songs were to slaves. He says, to sing was to live, The setting of death could not mute the life-giving spirituals. Singing was a vital response to death because by doing so, the the enslaved were countering death with life. The spirituals might have been considered sorrow songs by some, but they were still songs that meant life continued to pulse in their oppressed veins. Some scholars say without songs to sing, life would be diminished. For the slave, however, without a song, life would be destroyed by death because through the spiritual, a musical sermon, the enslaved chants new life. This is the heart of preaching, chanting new life in the midst of death. The urge to sing the spirituals was just as indispensable to living as breath flowing through the body. The balm and Gilead, was the spiritual itself. The actual phenomenon of singing was life-giving and a means of survival. If only we understood the power of our songs like the slaves understood them. Modern Christians typically see singing as just another thing that we do. It's something we may only do on Sunday. And if we miss a Sunday or two, we may go weeks without singing. But the slaves sung daily. And it was who they were. It was life itself. It was like eating or breathing. They could not go without it. They needed to sing. Their songs were life in the midst of a culture of death. And they understood that God was alive and at work through the power of song. The spiritual we're looking at today is hold on. And when researching these songs, you're likely to find that there are multiple variations of the song along with, you know, uh, maybe many different verses. This song here is also known um, as Gospel Plow, and it was later retitled, uh, Keep Your Eyes on the Prize. Uh, The earliest versions make reference to Noah and Mary, the mother of Jesus. Later versions include lyrics from the story of Paul and Silas in prison. But the chorus, for the most part, remains the same. Hold on. Hold on. Keep your hand on the plow and hold on. The most obvious scriptural reference here is Luke 9. In verse 62, Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. In some versions of the song, the plow is specified. It is the gospel plow. Those who sang this song would have known well what it was like to plow a field All day long by hand. This song was likely sung many times in fields across this land, while slaves worked the land in the heat of the day. However, the plow they sung about was not the one in which they labored behind, they clung to the gospel plow, they worked for the Lord. Their faith in Jesus is what got them through those days that were filled with trouble and strife. Our lives are are much different. And it's not right to even begin to compare our lives to what they experienced. But we can and should ask ourselves, what is it that we are clinging to? To. What are we clinging to every day? What are we clinging to as we go to our jobs and we go about our business? Is it the gospel? Or is it something else? The slaves who sung these spirituals had their priorities in order. They knew where to put their trust They put their hand to the gospel plow, and they did not look back. Can we say the same? This song is an encouragement to us all to keep moving in the direction that we ought to go. To keep moving toward God. This is what Jesus desires. We are to seek first the kingdom of God. It is what matters most in life. Here are some of the other verses of this song. Heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me, I am the way. Keep your hand on the plow. Hold on. When my way gets dark as night, I know the Lord will be my light. Keep your hand on the plow. Hold on. You can talk about me as much as you please. The more you talk, gonna stay on my knees. Keep your hand on the plow. Hold on. When I get to heaven, gonna sing and shout, be nobody there to put me out. Keep your hand on the plow. Hold on. I know my robe's gonna fit me well. I tried it on at the gates of hell. Keep your hand on the plow. Hold on. One of the things that is obvious from these early lyrics is that life was not easy. It was difficult on many levels, but each time life presented a trial, the answer was the same. Keep going. Hold on. And these lessons are here for our learning. The way is sometimes dark as night, but God provides light. Sometimes people will talk about you. That's okay. We have something more powerful than gossip. We have prayer. There's always an answer to the darkness that we encounter in this world. The two last verses are are some of the most telling Slaves lived in a world where they could be sold, they could be separated from their family, or worse, they longed for heaven where nothing like that could ever happen. The songs that we sing, they often reflect the times in which we live. We don't sing the spirituals very much anymore because it's hard for us to relate to them. When we think of heaven... We think of gold streets, pearl gates, and other extravagant things. The writer of this spiritual when he was thinking of heaven was just thinking of place, of a place where he would not be put out. And that's a very different way of thinking of heaven. It's not that one is right and the other is wrong, it's just that we live in very different Times and we're a part of very different realities. This is even more obvious in the last verse, which may seem strange to some of us. I know my robe's going to fit me well. I tried it on at the gates of hell. Now, we understand this image of a robe. It's a common one that we still use today. But what does it mean that this robe was tried on at the gates of hell? And this is something that happens more than once in the spirituals. Slaves believed that they were enduring hell on earth. After all, it's hard to imagine anything worse. They had been through hell and they were looking forward to heaven. Later, the lyrics and the chorus were changed to uh, keep your eye on the prize, hold on. And it was this version of the song that became popular uh, during the Civil Rights Movement. It It was recorded by gospel acts such as Mahalia Jackson and Mavis Staples. And even though the lyrics were changed, the meaning is still the same. Uh, this version is based on passages like Philippians 3:13 uh, through14. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And then Hebrews 12, one through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. And so, as we go through life, where do we look? We look to Jesus, He is all that matters. When times get tough, where do we look? We look to Jesus. He is our hope and our everything. When we don't know what to do, where do we look? We look to Jesus. We do what Jesus did. We become like Him in every way. We are never promised A life free of pain, suffering, and trials. And the writers of the spirituals understood this well. The idea that God blesses faithfulness with health and wealth would have been absurd to those who sang these songs. There is no shallow doctrine or theology in the spirituals. They confront life head-on with the truth of the gospel. Reality is not always easy to accept. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. Joseph is sold into slavery and later imprisoned. Job loses everything. Jesus is crucified on a cross. Many of his followers later meet this same fate. Life is hard. It is difficult. We live in a broken world, a world that is marred by sin, And evil is real and unmerciful. And this is exactly why we need the spirituals. Because the spirituals are a weapon. They take on the evil and sin that we encounter with the truth that we find in the Word of God. The spirituals are spirit-infused. This is how they got their name. When all is not well, we need to listen And sing, hold on, hold on. Keep your hand on the plow and hold on. Don't give up. Don't fall away. Don't decide to pursue other interests. Don't give in to Satan and his schemes. Don't lose heart. Hold on. Hold on. Keep your eye on the prize. And hold on. We've all had moments that are difficult. Moments where we are tempted to give up. The spirituals will have none of it. Don't let Satan win. Don't let the evil people who are trying to bring you down have the last word. Hold on a little longer. Hold on to Jesus and don't let go. Keep your hand on the plow and hold on. The spirituals are, are more than songs. The, these, these spirituals were communities of people who sang these songs together as they endured the hardships of life, they were church. They were church in the fields and church in the trying times when it seemed like there was little hope. These spirit-infused songs sung by a spirit-infused community were able to do the impossible. They were a light in the darkness. They were goodness in the face of evil, and slowly but surely they overcame with the help of God. They overcame, and we can do the same. We should be amazed and in awe of the spirituals. We should be thankful that we have them today. It is a shame that they are underutilized, but it doesn't have to be that way. We can put them on our playlists. We can listen to them in our cars. We can sing them throughout the day. We can even sing them in church every once in a while. They are a blessing. And we need to reacquaint ourselves with these works that are touched by the hand of God. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone Cheerful, let him sing praise. James 5 and verse 13. We have spiritual weapons. Will we use them? Will we lift our voices and sing? Will we sing in the face of injustice? Will we sing when our hearts are troubled? If so, we have the spirituals to help us. So, hold on. Hold on. Keep your eye on the prize and hold on. Let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all your many gifts and blessings. We are so grateful for the people who wrote these spirituals, people whom we do not know, but people whom you worked through. We're grateful for those who sung them for so many years and who passed them down to us today. May they be a blessing and encouragement to all of us. May we take them and listen to them, and sing them, and may we find hope and encouragement in them, as so many people have who have gone on before us. Father, be with us as you have been with the people who wrote and sung these songs. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.